Okay, it is the April 30th edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. Um, not a whole lot to talk about today. So, brief one today, I, I think, unless I go off on a tangent or two, which which could happen. Um, but we shall see how that turns out. Um, first thing I want to talk about is this story I posted on Bloody Elbow, where I spoke to uh, epidemiologist Dr. Zachary Benny uh, about his concerns on uh, what the UFC is doing in Jacksonville, um, having three events in a week without doing a two-week quarantine before the events which was one of the things he said when he spoke to Ben Folks before, I think this was before the three fight cards were announced for the one week in um, in May. So since the fight's announced, I, I spoke to him and got a little more detail. I would implore you to read that story. I won't go through the whole thing. But the gist of it is um, that he's very concerned. And um, I think one of the quotes that stuck out for me was that the UFC has already screwed up by not doing the two-week quarantine. And so now anything he is suggesting in this story is just um, ways to lessen that screw-up. So more or less the, the damage has been done. Um, and so now it's up to a a risk mitigation, um, and as he said, he's not inclined to give Dana White or the Florida Boxing Commission the benefit of doubt that they're going to, um, really buckle down on safety and do COVID-19 testing and everything that's required to make this fight, uh, to make these fight cards safe. Um, so it sounds more or less, unless the UFC changes something, that they're just going to roll the dice on this, which is very disturbing. But again, read that story um, with an open mind um, and really, really concentrate on, on what they're, what Dr. Benny has to say because it's I think it's important. Um, there's a lot of good information that uh, I, I normally don't like Q&As. I, I just don't like the way they read and flow, but I did not want to insert myself into this story at all or, or try or work it into a narrative because I felt that the 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 information that um, Dr. Benny was providing would be you know watered down or wouldn't be as clear and 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 would lack a little bit of a punch if I did any extra writing on it. so, it's a Q&A. It's pretty lengthy, but again, it was lengthy for a reason because I I didn't really find anything that I could um, excise from it because it was just so much good information and so much detail and just really lays everything out, and it's, it's just a, a big concern. And that concern got a little, um, you know, I, added to today when the Florida 
Boxing Commission finally answered my questions about the COVID-19 testing by not answering the question on the COVID-19 testing. More or less, it just said that, you know, they're going to do the uh, the safety requirements for for the fight. It didn't say... They didn't. They never said they were going to do COVID nineteen testing. So, um, if that's not explicitly stated by the the Florida Boxing Commission and the 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 licensing commission, nor nor has it been said by the UFC. The assumption I have to make when I ask you straight out if you're having COVID nineteen testing and you don't answer that question, the assumption I have to make is that you're not having COVID nineteen testing. Uh, because it's a simple yes or no question, and you you don't answer it. So when you when you work around the question, which Dana White has been doing forever, um, and you don't answer it, the implication is there is is that you don't answer it because the answer is no. Um, otherwise, it's a simple yes. So my fear is that this is not being taken seriously as it should be. Um, I have a bunch of emails into a bunch of other departments in Florida uh, and some hospitals. I'm going to make follow-up calls on those on Friday and hopefully get some more information and put some more things together and see what I can find out and, and maybe find out um, you know, what is going on. And, and But until then, I'm going to assume... This is business as usual. At best, Florida will do what it did for the combat night event early on in the pandemic, um, which was temperature checks, which if you read the story from Dr. Benny, are, I think he called it um, safety theater or something like that, where they're in a, it looks good for people who don't know that they're ineffective, but people who do know that they're ineffective are just going to kind of shrug and say, all right, it's better than nothing, but not much better than nothing. So the whole thing is frightening. And sure, the concern is for the fighters, but that's not the only concern. And Dr. Benny lays it all out as to, you know, big picture concerns for this. Um, and it's not just the fighters. It's, there's a lot more concerns than, than that. So... Again, read the story on Bloody Elbow, um, epidemiologist, Dr. Zach Benny. Um, talk to him about his concerns about um, the, the three Jacksonville events that are coming up, May 9, 13, and 16. So related to that story, um, I saw, and Nick Baldwin sent me this, otherwise I wouldn't have known it existed. So I'd like to thank him. Um, but Marvin Vittori tweeted out the the story from Bloody Elbow on the epidemiologist. And um, he wrote, Man, I'm telling you, if you and your, and your BS negative media are going to help screw another event over, I'll be pissed. You think you'll help the fighters doing that? Preparing like crazy for nothing again. It's happening. Boom. That's it. So this misses the entire point of the story, obviously. Um, it's not just about the fighters, it's about society. These fights 
I mean, the governor's approved it by making some bullshit excuse that the uh, UFC and WWE are essential businesses, which is just totally, you know, it it uh, it's mind-boggling that that someone could could say that. Um, but this misses the whole point of the story. It's just. No one's out there trying to to shut down these fights. This isn't negative reporting. It's factual reporting from an epidemiologist, from someone the UFC should have spoken to, from someone fighters should be speaking to to get the concerns. It's not negative. It's just honest reporting. So, I mean, you can see it as negative because it's... Because... It, it's against what you believe and against what the UFC believes that we should just close our eyes and and uh, go on with the fights because people want to see fights. But when when if if the COVID nineteen someone gets sick, then what? Is it worth it then? It, and it's not. And uh, like Doctor Benny said, he's probably the epidemiologist that wants sports to to start up again more than any other epidemiologist, but he says it's too risky right now. And I'm going to take his word over Dana White's word or over a fighter's word because he has studied the science and he understands it. Dana White has denied the science from pretty much the get-go and... He even, you know, I don't understand that. He, he un, I mean, he's denying the science for one reason, and that's to get these fights on and make money. And that's the only reason. I mean, he can couch it any way he wants, that it'll bring a sense of normalcy. But it won't, because the UFC business, you know, what's a, what's a great selling pay-per-view? Two million people. Two million. How many people are in the United States? That's a blip. A blip. So he wants to sell fights. He wants to make money. And whether that's coming from people above him or not, it, that does not concern me. He could stop it if he wants to. He likes to tell us all the power he has. Well, show it. Likes to say he's concerned about health and safety. Show it. So again, if the fights do get shut down, it won't be the the fault of any MMA reporter or any epidemiologist. It'll be the fault of the UFC trying to push through in times of uncertainty. You can believe that if you want because it's true or you can deny it because of your of some blind allegiance to Dana White who has never offered up a safety plan for this for any of this just said, you know, it's going to be safe. Well, that sorry, but I don't trust Dana White. That might come as a shock. So I can already see that people are going to point fingers if something happens. 
pre-event and it gets shut down. Uh, but don't don't I would I mean I'm not concerned about that because I know that's not true. It's not the media's fault that this gets shut down, and I'm going to continue to report what I need to report. Continue to dig into this as it needs to be, as it as needs to be done, and if the event gets shut down, it's not the media's fault. It's the UFC's fault for not exploring these things beforehand. All this work should have been done by the UFC, and and all the uh, precautions should have been taken by the UFC. That's not happening. Or at least it appears not happening. If the UFC comes out on Monday and says, hey, here's the plan, and it's okay, because again, it's already too late to do it right, I'll be happy. I won't be satisfied because, again, they screwed up by not doing the pre-fight quarantine, but I'll be happy, uh, happier than with what I'm thinking now, which is, going to give you a, a temperature check. Anyway, not the media's fault on this. Wasn't the first time. Won't be this time if it gets shut down. Do this right. And, you know, everyone will be satisfied. Or at least understanding that the precautions are being taken. Okay, so... Got a little ad right now. Just saw that um, MMA Junkie printed out the, uh, got a hold of the UFC's coronavirus plan, COVID-19 pandemic safety protocol, whatever you want to call it, and uh, provides nothing really. No answers really. Um, some people are going to read this and, and uh, read into it. I am not one of those people. So here's what it says. Um, UFC notified fighters only designated UFC staff members, on-card fighters, and their licensed cornermen will be allowed on site. And here is the big one, the mandatory daily medicals. And listen to the wording on this and don't read anything into it. Upon arrival at the host hotel, the fighters and their cornermen must take part in mandatory medical screenings and a series of tests. This process will be repeated daily as long as the fighters and teams remain at the hotel. Further testing details will be provided in person upon arrival. So, what two words were missing there? That would be coronavirus and COVID-19. So these screenings and these tests could be anything um, unless the UFC and the Florida Boxing Commission comes out and specifically says... They're going to test for these things. Um, don't believe that they are. Because if they were, like I said, they'd say they were. Um, so that's really all I wanted to, to point out there. Um, it's just a, a horrendous, horrendous handling of the UFC on this. They're going to do what they need to do mandated by the Florida State Athletic Commission and the I mean the Florida Boxing Commission and then they're going to have the cover your ass language that they're um, regulated by the government and 
they're just going to cross their fingers and hope that uh, everything is great. Everything's fine. No one gets sick. By the time they get there, what's that going to do? I mean, this testing is... Anyway, it's just horrendous. The UFC is dropping the ball on this. And like Dr. Benny said, they screwed up. Now they just have to um, screw up less. But are they going to? Doesn't sound like it. Last thing I want to talk about is the potential for a Conor McGregor-Habib Nurmagomedov fight at some point this year. So Dana White did that AMA on Reddit yesterday and he said that the uh someone asked him about the rematch he most likes to see would like to see and he said Connor and Habib because Connor really wants it and he wants to see it and that's no secret. But the concern I think for fans is that that kind of opens the door there. He 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 kind White kind of put his foot in the door and stopped it from closing on that on that rematch. So if I'm Tony Ferguson or Justin Gaethje, knowing that I'm I'm gonna walk away from UFC 249 with the interim belt, and there's still that opportunity for the UFC to say, well, eh. It doesn't really work for us, so it's going to be Habib and Connor next title defense for Habib. Sorry, but you got yourself a shiny little belt there to put on the, the mantle, and won't that look pretty? So I think the likelihood of the rematch happening rather than a title unification bout is probably greater than 50%. Um, the main reason for that is the money. Uh, knowing endeavors in that looking to raise $250 million more because of the shutdown is one reason that I would think that the UFC is going to do whatever it can to generate as much money as it can for Endeavor. And one way to do that is to book Conor McGregor and Habib in a rematch. It won't be. Um, it won't be the fight that makes sense. Uh, it'll be the fight that makes money, and with the UFC's parent company being in a bad spot, and with the UFC probably also in a less than ideal spot because they're losing all the gates. They've lost fight cards. They are probably they're going to be anxious to get to the 42 fight cards and they're also going to be anxious to, to generate as much income as they can. can. So um, I think that uh, I think the possibility of that fight happening is, is greater than it was um, before the pandemic. And, I mean, it makes business sense. I don't like it. I won't be happy with it because I'm not really interested in seeing that again because I don't think McGregor has anything for, for Habib. And, uh, and I, the, the stupidity of the, uh, 
of the pre-fight antics are, are of no interest to me. They were just ugly last time and stupid. But that generated eyeballs. And as we know, Dana White does not really care about that kind of thing as long as the end result is money in his pocket. So I don't really know what Gaethje or Ferguson can do to ensure that they're going to get a title unification bout. Um, I mean, are there, are there managers going to push for that kind of language in the contract? And even if they do, can the UFC just work through some loophole in that? Because, um, but even then, that's probably far too late unless it's already been done. So, if I was a betting man, and I'm I'm not, but if I was, and I had a, you know a couple bucks to spare, I would put that money on McGregor and Habib rather than a title unification bout. Um. So with this with this news of the uh, of the UFC's um, pandemic safety plan, which as I said was not much of a plan, I will uh, maybe I'll have something over the weekend um, once I absorb this a little more and if more detail um, comes out, because again there was no detail in that plan other than bullshit language that makes people feel better about something so we'll see how that goes um but for now um done out stay safe and uh i'm sure i'll be back soon sooner rather than later to uh deliver some more uh, thoughts on this whole thing mm-hmm.